Well, as we've been talking about on the show, it has been a busy seven days for the Guardians. Uh, Rosario's been traded. Sabali traded. Last night, Josh Bell traded. And some young blood, and we don't know what lies ahead, coming into the organization to add depth and maybe some stardom. Who knows what happens down the line? We see a lot of these trades, and then a year or two later, you go, oh, that's the guy we got when. But, Bobby, with a senior VP title with you, how do you look at the last week with our Guardians team with these trades? You know, very interesting. And good morning, Ray. Uh, anytime at the trading deadline, uh, when a ball club trades a player that has name recognition and they acquire prospects in return, uh, you know, the initial thought uh, from everybody is, uh, oh, my, what just happened? Um, because of the unfamiliarity of uh, the players uh, coming back to the team you root for. Um, and that's been, uh, I think, the case this uh, uh, this past few days, uh, you know, for us, um, you know, Khalil Watson, former number one draft pick of the Miami Marlins, so one of the top 20 picks in all of baseball just a couple of years ago. Uh, Kyle Manzardo, uh, you know, a, a AAA player um, that we acquired from Tampa uh, for uh, Aaron Savali, um, young, uh, really, you, you're go and Google him and, and, and research a little bit of his bio, um, the kid can absolutely hit. <laughs> and, um, you know, he all of a sudden becomes one of our top prospects and um, position that uh, we certainly are looking for. Somebody, you know, the one that I read, you know, kids hit, should hit between 300 and 320 and hit 40 to 50 doubles and, you know, have a bunch of at least 20 homer kind of guy at first base, he can absolutely rake was the, uh, <laughs> the commentary. So you look at it and as we are having a very odd year, uh, hovering around 500 as the twins who were chasing hovering around 500 in our division, um, how do you make your team better? And so it's, uh, one of those where we have to wait and see. Senior VP with the Guardians, Bob DiBiasio with us. And, and Bob, when you look at the trading of Savali, many of people will say, hey, we're trading away our best pitchers so far this year. But I, I've been quick to say the last couple of days, you've got Bieber and McKenzie coming back in September, and who knows what lies ahead there. But also Aaron had some injury problems, and with the good year, you have the ability, as you mentioned, to get Manzardo for Savali, and with the depth in the pitching staff, I really like the move because Manzardo's the type of stick that we we really need on this team really going forward, and who knows what lies ahead with him, but his credentials are very high. Yeah, uh, you know, he played uh, at Washington State. Um, he uh, is a kid that Again, uh, Keith Law is one of the first guys of the athletic that I go to um, because he covers the minor leagues exclusively for the athletic. And, uh, very honest uh, in his appraisal of, 
of young athletes. Uh, um, but you know, he said he was one of the best pure hitters in the 2021 college uh, draft. Um, and uh, uh, and he absolutely, as a left-handed hitter, has the ability to really impact the middle of an order. Um, and that's what a lot of people were hoping we'd get, but I think most people were hoping we could get that maybe in an outfielder um, that could move right into our, our lineup. But, um, you know, sometimes those things just aren't available um, when you're making the deals. And you, and you hate to, um, you know, say negative things about anybody who's leaving us, but um, Aaron Savale, you know, was great for us. You know, he, he was five and two uh, this year, um, helping uh, to create a, some sort of foundation in our starting rotation because he was a veteran and we we're using a whole lot of uh, rookies in the, you know, since the three of our guys, you know, Mackenzie, Quantrill, and Beaver, they started 90 plus games for us last year combined and you know missing that put a lot of burden on some young arms but if you look at it logan allen Tanner Bybee, they've made more starts this year um than aaron savali um and so these young kids have taken the ball and and, and done what's asked of them so um khalil watson coming over uh kyle manzardo um you know, just strengthening our player development system, um, which can only help you down the road. It's Hey Bobby with Senior VP of the Guardians, Bob DiBiasio with us on WAKM. Bob, you mentioned outfielders. I want to bring him up because this was a guy heading for superstardom, and then the injury hit really derailed what was the beginning of a great career. Grady Sizemore celebrating birthday number 41 today. And I think you would agree, right, Bob? When we saw this kid coming up, he could do everything, power, run, hit, play defense, and then that knee injury hit. Absolutely. Everybody wondered with just the uh, relentless energy uh, that he played both offensively and defensively, and especially on the defensive end, running in the walls constantly. Um, just playing hard and aggressive, the pounding that his body would take, you know, how long would he last uh, as a big leaguer? Um, Boy, he put together some seasons that uh, um, just, you know, remarkable. And he had a flair um, to him that – People absolutely love another one. Um, we uh, trade Bartolo Colon um, for Cliff Lee and Grady Sizemore and Brandon Phillips, and everybody's like, what? How can you <laughs> trade our ace? Um, this is one of Mark Shapiro's best deals, and uh, – People never heard of Grady Sizemore and, and Brandon Phillips and Cliff Lee down in the minors. And uh, two years later, everybody knew who those three big leaguers were. And that's no doubt, and that leads us back to the beginning 
of the conversation. Now, by the way, back home this weekend, right, Bobby? We got the White Sox coming in for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then a good Toronto club coming in. And with less than two months to go in the regular season, these all become big series. But we took care of business last week in Chicago. Well, you know, you go into a place, no matter where it is, and you um, play a four-game set, um, you always wonder what uh, um, what's going to come out of there. Winning three or four in any um, uh, series is very difficult to do, whether it's on the road or at home. And um, So to go do what we needed to do, split a series with Chicago, uh, go into a place, Houston, that uh, – you know, they're biting at the heels of the Texas Rangers uh, in first place, uh, the defending World Series champion, and, and get beat up the first two games. Uh, yesterday, getting no hit, uh, Gavin Williams gives up two runs on a broken bat single, and, and we couldn't muster any offense at all. Uh, Tanner Bybee on the mound today to uh, this afternoon to get us going, hopefully help us head home with an off day. Um, with a victory, and then, as you said, yeah, the um, White Sox come in, and then Toronto. Toronto's still, they're about seven and uh, seven or eight back of uh, Baltimore, um, who has just stayed in uh, the, them in Tampa, fighting for the top spot of the AL East. You see the Yankees and the Red Sox at the bottom, um, which I think a lot of people are happy with. Um <laughs> But uh, lots going on this uh, weekend, Rock and Blast. If you've never seen our Rock and Blast shows presented by our friends at First Energy, um, you got to do it. Uh, um, it's the best fireworks show of the year. Uh, so check it all out at cleveguardians.com. All right, my friend. Thanks for making time for us again this Wednesday morning. We'll, we'll do it again next week. Bobby, thank you very much. Thank you, Ray. Go Guardians.